Hey guys, it's David. Hey, it's Chris. And this is Big Money Sundays. Guys, welcome back. It's another episode of Big Money Sundays. I'm with my co-host here, Chris Darren. He is sharper. Zoan. Merry Christmas, Chris. What's going on, buddy? Merry Christmas. You know, I'm just in the holiday mood right now, and I'm ready to give out some more gifts to our listeners. Man, I will tell you, there's something about Christmas time, cold weather, and getting hot. I think last year, Chris and I's hottest time ever was about at this time last year. Yeah, it was like bowl season, you know. Like playoffs, like everything, it was it was magical. It was magical, and we're back today. We had a rough weekend last weekend, but we we had a rough weekend last weekend. But like I always say, Chris is a long term winner. You got to lose some to win some. Not everybody's going to be perfect. So if you can't afford a losing week, then you shouldn't be in this business in the first place. We're going to jump right into it. Saturday games. We're coming at you on a Saturday today. We're going to shoot through these Saturday games, take a little break, get all the way through the Sunday games, and then, as always, give you our official cards. Tampa Bay's at Detroit to start us off on Saturday, 1 o'clock. Over-under is 54, and the spread is 9.5. The Bucks are really trying to get that last like, playoff spot right now, and the Lions are, are so hurt. Um I think that the Bucks actually have a really good game, and so I'm going to take them points. I, I, I like your thought there. The thing is, 9.5 is too big for me to lay with Stafford. I think he he's a gritty guy. They've been able to score the ball relatively well, and so this is a dangerous number for a backdoor cover. Um, I also like the under, but it's really hard to bet an under in a game where you just don't know where the effort's going to be. So... Uh, that game, I'm leaning towards the under, but just not going to choose it. San Francisco's at Arizona. The spread is five and a half. It's moved all the way from four on a lot of places at six. The over-under is 48 and a half. What do you got here, Chris? Um, that's a lot of like, line movement right there. Uh, but I do really like the Cardinals and how they're playing right now. Um, I think the 49ers have like C.J. Beathard, a quarterback, he throws a lot of interceptions, so I would definitely take him in the over half an interception for his like player prop today. I'm going to give you a trivia question. This is our first trivia question on Big Money Sundays. Who's San Francisco's backup quarterback this week? Um, let's see here. I don't know. Who is it? Rosen. Rosen Mullins, oh, yeah. Mullins is, Rosen. yeah, Mullins is out. Jimmy G's out, even though he practiced a little bit this week. Uh, Kittle's back. They said that he's looked one of the healthiest players on their team, which I think speaks a lot to San Francisco's injury situation. I love the Cardinals. This is my largest position of the of the year is on the Cardinals today. Um, I got them at four and a half. I don't know. I'd probably take them up to five and a half, but I wouldn't touch six. Um, I think the Cardinals are trending in the right direction. I think they're a playoff. They're fighting for the playoff spot. I think this is a spot, a, a Christmas spot, where San Francisco's mad that they're having to be based out of Arizona anyway. There's a lot more factors outside of football going into this game. Um, I know that Cal Shanahan gave the team the whole day off yesterday. I know that. Um, 
I know that Richard Sherman is probably not coming back next year. And I also know that I got burned by San Francisco's backup defensive backs last game that I bet on them. So I'm not letting that happen again. I think Kyler Murray torches, torches San Francisco. And I'm just going to give you my last reason for it is that running quarterbacks against San Francisco, they, they don't know what to do. Like, they're horrible against them. Russell Wilson gave him 37 they gave, they gave San Francisco 37. I expect a very similar thing here in Arizona. This is a blowout. This is like the Giants game. It's a blowout. Miami's at Vegas. The spread is three in Miami's favor. The over-under is 48. Chris, you are the sharp man. They care what you have to say. I love the Dolphins. I love how they play. I love their defense. They get a lot of uh, like picks and turnovers and stuff. But I am kind of worried about them going all the way out west to Vegas on a big game. I don't know how two is going to handle that. Um, but this is where he can shine. So I'm going to take the Dolphins here. And I would buy the half point to get it down to two and a half. I would. So I, I was, I wanted to take Miami and then I saw the cars playing today and I think that he's not healthy, and I think it might be a little bit of lip service by Gruden to get Miami to have to prepare for two totally different quarterbacks. Um, But if he does play, what it tells me about Las Vegas is they haven't given up yet. I think they have like an 8% shot to make the playoffs, maybe less than that, maybe it's 4%. But I – they haven't given up yet. That's what it tells me if Carr comes back out there today or else they would just rest him up and throw two out there. Um I'm going to stay away from it, but I will say this. If Derek Carr does end up playing, I'm going to wait until like 30 minutes before the game to officially lock this in, so you got to check us on Twitter. I'm going to take his under in uh, passing yards just because I think it's going to be similar to a Danny jo- Daniel Jones thing, groin injury, hamstring, groin, hamstring. You don't want to mess around with that. You're not the same person out there on a bad hamstring or a bad groin. He could still get like, hurt again too, and then and then like that'll cash like easy. Exactly, exactly. So I'll probably be on his under and passing yards. Uh, just fair warning. Make sure to follow us on Twitter so you can get that live update. Cleveland's at the New York Jets. This is our first game on Sunday. The over under is forty seven and a half, and Cleveland's a ten point favorite. Wow, the Jets were their first one in the season last season. Awesome, good for them. This is not going to continue, and the Browns really want that playoff spot. They are red hot right now, and they're grooving. So I think I would actually take the Browns in the 10 points here. Wow, lane 10. Lane 10 is a lot, but I kind of like it. Quinn and Farrell's out for the New York Jets. I don't see how they're going to stop the run game. Consistency, consistency, consistency. I like the over in this game. Um I really like Cleveland because they're in that dog. They're they're in that spot right now where they're they're probably in the playoffs and they're a good team where they're in rhythm. But they also need to win this game, and this is the perfect position to take a big favorite like this. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to tease the uh, I'm going to tease Cleveland down to four, and I'm going to tease the over down to forty one and a half. And so that's my pick in this game, and that's going to be on my official card is uh, Cleveland minus four tees with the over at 41.5. Cincinnati's at Houston. Uh, Cincinnati off of a huge win last week that hurt some people very, very, very bad. The over-under is 46, and the spread is seven. Let me just say this. 
there is a reason that you're supposed to bet systematically, but it's so hard to bet responsibly and systematically when you have a little extra money in your pocket from the previous week, and then and you're just trying to get out of a bad hurt. Oh my goodness, Cincinnati burned me last week, Chris, every which way. What are they going to do this week? I don't know. I don't think I'll ever give up on like Deshaun Watson and his ability just like to make shit happen and score. So I think I think the Texans are going to win by how much I don't know. The Bengals have a pretty good defense and can easily backdoor cover. So I think I'm going to take the Bengals here. Nice, nice. I'm. Uh, I, I I like. Uh... I like Houston minus seven, but I don't like it's too big of a number for me to lay. They're, I mean, they're a bad team. Um, the one thing that I will say is that Houston, it will, Cincinnati's in a letdown spot, and Cincinnati only had like 78 yards of passing offense last week. They had a lot of really short fields to work with. And their offense didn't look great. And also, this whole Ryan Finley running the ball thing, they're going to figure that one out. You know, It was more the surprise factor of why that was effective. It's not like he's a really great athlete or anything. So, um, um, I'm actually going to take my pick back. Uh, I think the Bengals got super lucky last week since the Steelers aren't that good, and they just like gave them the ball every, every five minutes. So I'm actually going to go to Texas go with the Texans it's going with the Texans I'm on the Texans too but it's not on my official card Indianapolis is at Pittsburgh the over under is 44 and the spread is two Indianapolis's favor Pittsburgh oh man are you gonna bet on them this week I'm not gonna bet on them uh but I think that Mike Tomlin is too good of a coach to let this keep happening to the Steelers um but I mean the culture of a good football team so i honestly don't like this game at all it's really scary so i'm gonna tease the colts and the under in this game the colts in the under one thing that a lot of people are saying about the colts is that the colts haven't played very many defenses at all i'm gonna pull up their their past games um Philip Rivers has had a lot of his success, but is his success really valid when you play Houston, Las Vegas, Houston, Tennessee, Green Bay, Baltimore? Oh, Baltimore is real, but they lost that game. Detroit, Cincinnati, Cleveland. I mean, the Jets, Minnesota, Jacksonville. They, I mean, there's just not very many quality defenses that they've gone up against yet. But on the other side of that is that Indianapolis's defense has been really banged up. DeForest Buckner is the heart and soul of that defense. And whether he's not out on the field, it looks like two completely different completely different units. And so what I like in this game is that I like uh I like Indianapolis. Actually, I like the Steelers to keep it close enough. I'm gonna tease them up to plus eight, and I'm gonna tease the under at fifty. So plus eight for Pittsburgh. In the under at 50. That's going to be on my official card. Chicago's at Jacksonville. Jacksonville now retains the number one pick because of the tiebreaker that they have the weakest schedule. The over-under is 47, and the spread is 7.5 in Chicago's favor. Chicago's got a chance at the playoffs, Chris. 
Dude, I like how the Bears are playing right now. Uh, like, finally, Mitch has this offense looking really good. Um, and the Jaguars have a really bad defense. And I don't know how motivated that they are right now. So I think I'm going to take the Bears with points here. Yeah, I think the Bears are going to cover. I think this is going to be a blowout game. I think the Jacksonville, all those little young hot receivers down there, because they got a good unit. They got a good offensive unit down there. They have some weapons, LaViscus, Chenault, and they have uh, DJ Chark, and they have. Except um, uh, their rookie running back is not playing. Yeah, James saying. Robinson. Yeah, I I don't know who's all playing for Jacksonville, but I can tell you that these guys are really looking forward to the fact that Trevor Lawrence is going to be wearing a Jacksonville Jaguars uniform next year. And so I think that gives them all the reason to sit back today. I think this is going to look very similar to uh, to uh, what the I think it was week. 17 the Carolina Panthers last year or maybe that was week 16 the Carolina Panthers got freaking demolished last year in one of their last games of the season and it all of it was was they were tired of Cam they were done with the season and it was a move on game this is move on for Jacksonville Chicago by 40 New York Giants at the Baltimore Ravens the over under is 43 and a half and the spread is 10 and a half in Baltimore's favor Chris the Giants man what's happening you know we're just kind of hurt right now, and I think I think we're actually going to play Daniel Jones again this week. I don't know how healthy he is, and my first instinct is, oh, shit, like, we're probably going to get killed because they're just going to like, run all over us and score, but I have a rule. When I want to bet against my team, that's when I know that I have to bet on them, and every time I've done that, it's worked. Uh, shout out to Stylin. We have like made this this rule. Wow, that's, that's a Stylin shout out right there. And uh, so I'm gonna tease the Giants to like 17 and a half and Ooh. under and under 51. Yeah, I, I you know Baltimore has looked really good the past couple weeks. But one thing that they Baltimore's done is they've played five games in 23 days. This will be their fifth game in 23 days. And no matter what, for a team, a ground and pound team like Baltimore, I mean that is that's a lot. Another reason Baltimore's offense might look so good is guess who they've played. Dallas, terrible defense. Cleveland, horrible defense. Jacksonville, horrible defense. Jacksonville slides by for not being as bad as they actually are. Jacksonville fucking sucks. Yeah, terrible. So I'm taking I, I I'm I'm here. I'm I'm with you on that pick, Chris. I'm I'm with you. I'm stealing that one from you. I like the Giants run defense a lot. I think that they play gritty and at the end of the day, they still have a shot at the playoffs. Baltimore needs to win this game. They do. They, Baltimore really needs to win this game, but same with the Giants. Same with the Giants. Wear and tear. Neither team is going to be able to really move the football, and that's why getting the Giants with so many points is so effective. And no, they're not getting to 50. They're not getting to 50, dude. Atlanta's at Kansas City. The over-under is 53.5, and, and the spread is 10.5. Chris, did you have another thought on the Giants before we move on? Uh, I mean, they're just pissed off. And go Giants. That's all I got to say. Time to play. Well, now we're at my team. Atlanta blows another big lead last week. I mean, it's a joke at this point. It doesn't even hurt. I'm numb to hurting, and that's when you—that's when a fan base knows they need a change. Is when you are just numb to your team losing. A team that I like 
almost would, like that I was I would cry about at the beginning of the year because I was so distraught about their struggles. The spread's ten and a half in Kansas City's favor, and the over under is fifty three and a half. What a better way to cap off our season by getting Kansas City and Tampa Bay. What do you got here, Chris? Um, of course, I never been on Falcons games anymore because you never know what like they'll do. But weirdly, uh, I would look at the Falcons first half plus the points because they always they always show up in the first half, you know. <laughs> so I would look at that, but I wouldn't bet on the game. Whatever Travis Kelsey's number is for receptions, take it over. I'll tell you one thing is that Atlanta's got a really good def- a really good defensive line. I've said that all year. I'll harp on it again. And what that's going to create is a little bit of uh, urgency by Mahomes to get the ball out and move it fast. Deion Jones is too small to cover Travis Kelsey. And our other linebacker other linebackers they're too they're too big to cover Travis Kelsey. So I'm sitting there going who the hell is going to be covering this monster? I will be honest with you. I think that I think that Atlanta kind of sits back, kind of like New Orleans did, and they're going to try to contain the big plays. But what that's just going to lead to is a lot of underneath throws. Atlanta sits in a lot of Tampa two defense and just leaves that underneath uh, underneath throw wide open, and then we just hope for a big play. Kansas City is going to murder us. They can extend plays. Mahomes can move around the pocket. He can throw it deep. He can throw it short. He can th- he can run it. I don't know where this game is going to go. I don't know how many points Atlanta is going to put up because we don't have Julio Jones once again this week. Thank you to our superstar that never fucking plays. Thank you to Todd Gurley, who we gave $11 million this year to run for negative three yards in, in, in a loss last week. We suck. Fuck the Falcons. Denver's at Chargers. First game in the 405 slot. Spread is three in the Chargers' favor and over-under is 49. Sorry, I'm going to turn my attitude around right now. That put me in a really bad mood just talking about that. Chris, give me a winner right here. What do you got? I don't really care much about this game, but I love watching Justin Herbert. So I'm going to root for him, so I'm taking the Chargers minus three. Yeah, is I don't know if Denver's uh, – I need to know this, but I, I don't know if Denver's DBs are healthy yet. Uh, this, is a, this is one of those games where – both teams don't have any shot at the playoffs, but both teams are young and they have a lot of guys fighting for jobs. I think that the Chargers passing attack is really elite. And so um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the Chargers over. I'm going to lean that way, but it's I'm not leaning that way. I'm, I mean, I'm going to take the over-under over at 49 uh, I'm not going to put it on my card, though. Carolina's at Washington. The game's a pick The over-under is 41.5. Washington needs to win. Yeah, they were looking like the clear-cut favorites for a second to uh, go ahead and win the NFC East. But uh, after losing last week, Dallas winning, everybody's back in the mix, Chris. You're the NF- NFC East specialist. What do you think? Um, is Dwayne Haskins uh, like starting this week, or is Smith back? Um, Alex Smith are is trending towards returning, but I don't know if they've made an official call as of Friday. I think I was reading that Alex Smith should return, but I don't really know. I mean, his issue was backpedaling, so I mean, 
we don't really know what he's going to look like. Uh, so if he plays, I think I would hit Washington because like their defense and their D line is just so good right now. They're playing really well. Um, but if Hassan's plays, then big question mark for Washington football team. Uh, so I'm a, I'm gonna wait like to make a pick on that one. I don't know. You know, I, I'm gonna take Washington minus three. I'm gonna put it on my official card, and here's the reason for it. Ron Rivera revenge. Ron Rivera revenge. I think Ron Rivera is actually a top. Uh, he's in that top ten coaches in the league. He's one of these guys that always deserves a job, and he's proved it this year again. Um, you know, despite him being an inspiration in himself, battling cancer, not missing a day of work, um, you know, he's inspired some uh, Washington football teamers who who've really come out and they were supposed to be the joke of the league this year. And guess what? They're, they're actually playing. They're playing some football. If Alex Smith is back, I think that he's smart enough to push this, uh, kind of push this ball around to his playmakers. Terry McLaurin's been a little bit banged up. I think he's getting healthy. Antonio Gibson is tur- is going to return this week. McCaffrey's out. Carolina's going to give up. They have a lot of superstars, a lot of drama on their team. You know, they got Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, all these young drama queens. And I don't really see them coming to play this week. I love it. Washington lay it minus three. That's on my official card. LA Rams are at Seattle's. Chris, this is this is a weird spot. The Rams last week lay a fucking egg. Over unders forty seven. The game is minus one Seattle's way. What do you think? Dude, I think that the Rams are gonna be pissed off because they know that they got embarrassed last week. And so you got guys like Aaron Donald that are going to come after like Wilson and Carson and all those guys. And they have a bad O-line. So I think the Rams' defense makes it really hard for Seattle all day long. So I definitely like the Rams in this game. You really like the Rams? Is that I, Sorry, I lost you right there. Say that one more time. Yeah, so the Rams' like defense uh, is going to make it very tough – for Seattle, because like Seattle has a bad line, and other guys in defense are gonna be pissed off all day, and so I like the Rams in this spot. I also like the Rams in this spot. I don't think I, I think that uh, the Rams are the better football team. I think they're true contenders. I think Seattle is fraud. I think any time that you can get a team like the Rams as a one point underdog, that's just Vegas trying to play to the uh, to the the Christmas the the Christmas weekend gamblers who have a little bit extra money in their pocket, and they're just like, oh, Seattle's only minus one. Man, that's so easy. They're a good football team. They don't even really look at who they're playing. Um, Seattle's banged up. Uh, the Rams are off an embarrassing loss. I I think this is a perfect spot. I think I think golf. Um, I think golf. You're going to see a little bit more rhythm from them this week. Cam Akers isn't playing, and I think that that's actually good for golf's confidence, and because he needs it, he needs he needs that vote of confidence that he's going to be able to throw and push the ball down the field, just like he did kind of versus the, versus the Patriots. I know that Cam Akers had a great game that game, but part of it was golf being able to loosen that defense up through the air. Uh, I'm on the Rams right here, man. I feel like I'm seeing the board really well. I do want to make a correction to something I said in the previous game. Terry McLaurin is trending is trending towards not playing. I think I said he's trending towards playing. I. 
I think that he's trending towards not playing. And the spread is pick him. I said lay the points. There's no points to be laid. Washington's a pick him. So I think that I, I, I'm taking Washington here, pick him. Excuse me. Sorry about that. But I'm also on the Rams plus one. You can add that to my card too. Philadelphia's at Dallas. The spread is two and a half in Philadelphia's favor. And over-under is 49 and a half. Chris, tell me about why Dallas is all of a sudden has a shot at getting to the playoffs. Um, if you look at Dallas and like what they've done since the bye, they've actually played like really well. And um, let's see here, they are one, two. Yeah, uh, they've played well and they've kept games very close. This is gonna be a very close game. Um, I would like to see Hertz with a win, just because he's very easy to root for but the Cowboys at plus two and a half it's kind of like a suspicious line so I my heart says Philly but I'm gonna go the Cowboys here you know I actually have a future on Dallas to win the NFC uh and win the NFC East that I'm I need them to win this game uh I don't know why I, I bought into the hype at the beginning of the season and I paid a heavy price for it so I'm a big Dallas fan this week but um, the thing that I that that I'm that I don't really understand is the Dallas, Dallas Cowboys have scored over seventy points the past two games, but they haven't they haven't achieved three hundred yards of total offense in either game. I think that Dallas's offense has been a beneficiary of turnover luck and uh, short fields. I have a really I have a lot of trouble betting on Philadelphia. Uh, I think these are two bad teams hashing it out, but at the end of the day. Uh, they're really going to be going at it, trading blows. Over-under is 49.5, and, and I'm going to lean towards the over. I'm going to lean towards the over, but it's not on my card just because I think that both teams have the firepower now that Hurts is in there to uh, really run up this score. And who knows? Man, Dallas could throw 30 up any day of the week. Tennessee's at Green Bay. The spread is three. The over-under is 55.5. This is Sunday night football. Chris, what do you have? Um. So this is going to be a great game. It's going to be a high-scoring game, I think, because like, both teams, I feel like, just score like every time they get the ball. Um, I think that like Derrick Henry is going to have a really good day because that like, Packers defense really isn't like that good. So I think I would tease the Titans in the over in this game. Yeah, I mean, uh, the fact of the matter is is that it's going to be really cold, and what is it? Uh, Aaron Rodgers gets better when it's cold outside. Um, I This is a great game. It's going to be a shootout. Neither defense is good. The over-under is 55-and-a-half, and so obviously you should take the over because it's two shootout teams, so I'm going to go ahead and take the under. This is my fade-myself pick of the week. I love Tennessee overs. I think that they have a great offense, so go ahead and put me on the under. I think that the weather is going to prevent – Tennessee from moving the ball. Also, just just a reminder. Tennessee. Oh no, Nashville bombing yesterday though. They're kind of playing for the city. Uh, never mind. I'm out of this game. I'm that's some juju that I don't want to mess with right there. I just yeah, such a storyline right there, Nashville bomber. Dude, I just yeah, I just I just remembered that, so I'm re- retracting myself from this game. I can't wait to watch it. This is going to be a fun game. they will probably bet on late because it's Sunday night football, uh, especially if I'm up a little bit of money. But uh, you know, 
Wow, that is an exciting matchup. Way to go by the NFL scheduling lords to flex that game to Sunday night, and we finally get a decent Sunday night football game. Buffalo's at New England. The over-under is 46, and the spread is 7. Chris Buffalo clinches last week. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. What do you got here? The Bills are a freaking good football team, and normally – Bill Belichick has been like the kryptonite to Josh Allen. He's going to get over the hump this week. He's going to flip him the bird and say, fuck you, Bill Belichick. And he's going to try to blow out the Patriots just because he wants it, just like rub it in. So I'm taking the Bills minus seven here. Yeah, I love the Bills here too. It's going to be on my official card. Buffalo minus seven. Uh, revenge game for Josh Allen. Revenge game for all of Buffalo. They're going to stick it to the New England Patriots who've had their number for who knows how long before I was born. And uh, the big thing is that Stephon Gilmore has been ruled out. And so all of a sudden you have one of your better man quarterbacks, man, man cornerbacks out against a team where you really need to be able to cover them man to man. We saw what happened to San Francisco when they had their top corner out. And so the same thing is going to happen. The same thing is going to happen to New England. There's nothing that um, Buffalo hasn't seen before, scheme-wise, from the New England Patriots, and that's usually what they have over these young teams, these young hot teams. Um, You got any more comments about this week's slate before we sign off? We kind of moved through that pretty efficiently. Uh, No, I don't. It's just going to be a a great weekend of football i'm excited i'm excited too guys thanks as always this is a little sun i know that there's a lot of games that we got through today we appreciate you guys sitting sticking around we still have our official cards to go through so if you're just joining us now be ready for it we got locks this week we got best bets we're gonna kill this we will be right back guys welcome back we got a big money Sunday that we've set up for you. A big money Saturday and a big money Sunday. Chris is the sharpest man in the world, so we're going to let him get through his card so you guys can really digest it. Chris, break it down from a fundamental standpoint. So first I'm going to start on Saturday. I'm going to take the Dolphins minus two and a half. So it's at three, but I'm going to buy the half point because it'll probably be a close game. Um, and then I'm going to do a teaser i'm gonna take the bears minus one and a half and the cardinals plus one um then kind of going into sunday i'm gonna do bears team total over 27 and a half i think that they're gonna have a field day um i'm gonna tease the rams to plus eight and the browns to minus two and a half and and then on monday i'm gonna go with bills minus seven I like it. I like it a lot. Um, I'm on a lot of the same stuff. I think that me and you are kind of seeing the same things this week. I have Cleveland teased with the over. I think that both teams are capable of scoring a lot of points. I have Pittsburgh teased with the under. So that's Pittsburgh plus eight and under 50. I have Washington pick them. I have... Buffalo minus seven, Chicago minus seven and a half. And I'm also going to double dip on both of these games and tease them both down as well. So this is a double dip 
trick of the week. Buffalo teased to minus one, and Chicago teased to minus one and a half. And then I also like the Rams plus one. Is that okay that I did that, Chris? Is that okay with you? That's oh, three picks with two two teams. That's a little oh, aggressive. Oh, it's very dangerous, but like we live on the edge a little bit. Yeah? We live on the edge, man. I got nothing to lose at this point, brother. It's the end of the season. <laughs> I'm trying to get this record back right. We had a good – hey, by the way, by the way, great job yesterday. Great great job yesterday. You saw that game perfectly. Dude, it was very safe, you know. I was eating like like some like cheese and crackers. I was watching the game. It was a great day. It was very easy. Nice. Very easy day. Very easy hey, day. Who's your pick of the week? My pick of the week this week is Arizona minus minus five. I think that's uh it's five and a half. It's five and a half right now. So I'm gonna take Arizona minus five and a half. They win this game by a touchdown. At least they blow them out. Uh, I would be wary of six. I know that that's like a lock of the week. Shouldn't be so worried about a half point. But six is a very key number in the NFL, especially these days where you're kicking the extra point from 35 yards away. Um, we saw it burn. Uh, we saw it burn Arizona last week in the cover versus the Eagles. Um, I'm not leaving it up to choice again. So take him at five and a half right now. Lock it in. As I said, this is my largest position of the season is on Arizona this week. I really love it. Kittle's back. But let me just give you this, Chris. Kittle, Shanahan, I I listened to his whole press conference about Kittle's status, and he said he's on a snap count. Uh, The last time a tight end for the San Francisco 49ers was on a snap count was Jordan Reed in week four. That day he played 14 snaps. If George Kittle plays 14 snaps, they get walloped. Walloped. That's the first time I've even brought that word out on the show so I, lo- I love arizona what's your best bet of the week this is the one that everybody really cares about this is why they tune in for this best bet right here here we go man the money line parlay very famous heard around the world i'm going bears bucks and browns bears bears bucks browns bears bucks browns big baller brand bris zoine let's do it let's have another great weekend guys we really enjoy doing this we really enjoy you guys listening we really appreciate the interaction that we get on social media so keep it up at big money sundays on instagram at big money sundays on twitter merry christmas happy new year's happy kwanzaa happy hanukkah whatever you celebrate we are here to celebrate it with you by giving you the gift of winners chris you got anything before we sign off have a big money sunday Merry Christmas.